Fried, the burnout podcast. Sarah, you've been working on this theory in the background, and I don't actually know what it is. And so I'm really excited to hear it for myself, but I'm also excited for everybody out there to hear it too, because my experience of you is this. When you are this excited about something, it's fire. And I mean that on purpose (laughs) and also in the best possible way. So what the heck is wildfire? Okay. So I most recently lived in Colorado. A lot of wildfires, a lot of forest fires have happened in Colorado and I love hiking. So I have done a lot of hiking in places that have had forest fires in the past, uh, various different, you know, years ago. And it's just always so interesting to see like, oh, what's come back? You know, some trees still have scars, some still look burnt, but you know, there's life here and there's not life there. I'm always relating my experiences back to what's happening in nature. And that's because I resonate so much with the five element theory of Chinese medicine. But also I resonate with nature, right? It's just, it's a beautiful metaphor for me. So having those experiences of walking through the woods that have at one point been burnt to a crisp, to a pile of ashes, and then come back to life. It's just this witness of the natural cycles. And having been completely fried myself and come back to life, I'm just like, oh my God, the experience of going through burnout is so much like what a forest experiences when it has been through a wildfire, a forest fire. I'm going to use those two words interchangeably. I can just tell. And so I started thinking more about it. And right, we talk about the circumstances that lead you to burnout, right? There's a particular set, you know, you don't always have to have all of them. But when you've experienced a lot of different things in your life, you know, adverse childhood experiences, et cetera, you're set up for burnout, right? Well, a forest ecosystem, it is naturally set up for a wildfire to come through at some point, right? And burn up the deadfall and the dense underbrush and kind of bring things back to life. It's natural. It's meant to happen. The problem is when we built houses in the middle of a forest and then we're concerned about our houses and also like climate change has made it more intense circumstances. It's drier, it's hotter, all these things that make a forest fire more ready to burn hot and far and wide, kind of like our burnout culture. So I thought about it and the particular set of circumstances required to really create a raging forest fire kind of equate to what we the circumstances that we need to end up burnt out. As you started talking, I was thinking about the fact that the wildfire is is necessary. We're supposed to have wildfires. They're not supposed to rage uncontrollably for months on end, but they are a a necessity. Right. That's one point that I was going to make later, but it's true. Burnout is not required in human life, but frequent death and rebirth cycles are necessary and that's a part of what we're not prepared for in our culture especially american culture we're not good at death right we don't do funerals well we don't do grief well 
you know, we don't let ourselves actually truly kind of rest and hibernate and introspect in winter. As women, we're not allowed to go into our cave when we're bleeding and have rest and like the winter of our menstrual cycle. Like we don't do the death part of the natural cycle very well. So this is a shame because when you come through the death cycle, rebirth happens. Coming back to life, this renewal, right? We're in spring, at least when we're recording this. Beautiful. Everything's greening up. Things are sprouting back to life. It's getting warmer, more activity outside, and it's wonderful. But when we miss the death cycle, when we don't allow ourselves to go through the death cycle, we don't get to have that renewal, the rebirth. And we are more primed to have a wildfire later right as that stuff builds up i'm getting it i'm getting it hey are you guys listening to how i'm catching this drift right now i'm so proud of you thank you (laughs) okay all right so what are the components so in a forest feel for the fire is the deadfall right the literal old trees that have fallen over they're decaying they're drying and then like there's this thick underbrush right that's below all the green beautiful leaves. And to me, that is like our emotional baggage, Mm. right? Like the dead soldiers of our past experience, just sort of building up in our body and our tissues, especially when we don't have time and space to process in the moment or even later, we don't ever give ourselves time to process our emotions. It just gets stored. And it's sort of like this deadfall of the forest floor, just ready to go up in flames at any moment. Right. Another thing that's fuel for fires is oxygen, right? So high winds, right? Whenever there's a really windy day and things have been dry for a while, they're like, warning, forest fires might happen. And to me, high winds are sort of like those times in life when there's so much coming at you all at one time, so many stressors that, you know, individually, maybe they're not so bad, but when they're coming at you really fast and really frequent, and you don't have time and space to process because you're either you don't know how or it's just not built into your schedule. You're just like, ah, I can't handle it. And so that's like fuel for burnout, right? It's like high wind, high oxygen. Next on the list is dryness. So, right, high wind makes things even drier, but so does time, right? The longer those trees are laying on the forest floor, the drier they get. That dry helps fires burn really fast and quick right? Well, the chemical cocktail that happens in our bodies, tissues, when we're under chronic stress is dryness. Literally, no matter how much water you're drinking, and likely you're not drinking enough water when you're burnt out, when you're stressed, right? Because you're reaching for coffee, you're reaching for other things. Good job. But just that stress cocktail in our body dries out our, our joints, our fascia, our tissue. It's just, that's why we feel so brittle. We literally feel fried because we're like dry on the inside. So primed for burnout, right? We lose our resiliency, our flexibility, our juiciness to meet life head on when we've been in this chemical cocktail of stress for so long. Last but not least, we need a spark, right? So out in the wilderness, sometimes it's natural and it's a strike of lightning that will start a wildfire, or sometimes it's a spark from a campfire, or sometimes, unfortunately, it's arson, but like, you know, a spark. If that spark gets stoked by the wind or lands in a dry pile or, you know, 
in thick underbrush, it's going and there's nothing you can do about it unless you're standing right there. But even then it can be too much, right? So most people that have that moment of realizing they're burnt out, it's sort of like there's a spark in your life, right? There's a, there's a situation, a straw that breaks the camel's back where you're just like, oh shit. You know, it's just, you, it, you're just done. It's like that thing that makes you crumble and then accept that here we are in burnout and whether you want to call it peak burnout or rock bottom, you're just done, right? There's like nothing you can do at that point. You feel like. And now you're on fire. <sighs> There's the wildfire, right? Oh. It's just raging out of control. And once the fire gets put out, everything appears dead. The forest is like a pile of ashes, right? There's char marks. There's literal like dusty ash. It appears completely dead. But the thing we know about forest fires is that in that cycle, th that heat of the intense heat of the fire cracks open all the seed pods, right? And it sprinkles seeds all over the forest. So literally seeds have been planted all around but they need the right resources. They need the right resources to come or to be able to germinate and come back to life, to sprout into action. And as humans, when we are feel like we're a pile of ashes, a shell of ourselves, right? Charred, fried, you know, we all know the feeling, unfortunately. We also need a particular set of resources to help us come back to life. And it's kind of similar. We need water, <laughs> we need nutrients, we need sun and warmth. Basically, that's what we need to come back to life, trees and humans. Yeah, and connection, so, right? Because even in, in trees, like they heal each other through their root system, like even absolutely. even trees heal in community. So we need, absolutely. we need community, right. we need connection. A solo tree doesn't come back from wildfire, a whole forest, a whole exactly. community of trees comes back. And it's a, it's, it's a lot easier when you're doing that than alone. Same thing as a human. Fried fam, I tell you in nearly every episode that step one of your burnout recovery is blood work. And I know that a lot of you avoid it because it's a pain and because your doctor has told you that everything is quote unquote fine. And they refuse to test all the things that you think you need. What if I told you that you could test what you want, when you want, from your home with just a couple of drops of blood? Cyfox Health allows you to do just that. You can buy tests as one-offs or join a membership. Either way, you can test and track your results to help you make decisions about your burnout recovery journey. Get 10% off any membership, subscription, or one-time test kit right now. Go to cyfoxhealth.com forward slash fried for your discount. That's S-I-P-H-O-X health.com forward slash fried. You know what it makes me think of too? I remember the last time I was part of any sort of wildfire was when I was still in California I was still in San Diego. I think you were already in San Francisco at that time. And there were wildfires 
not even all the way in Southern, not even all the way in San Diego, but not too, too far away. And San Diego was gray with ash for like way too long. What It was awful. You couldn't breathe. It was hard to be outside. And so this to me has, has me thinking of another little part of this metaphor. Is that the right use of the word metaphor? <laughs> has me thinking about this metaphor about the fact that your wildfire, when it burns, when your burnout happens, it affects everyone around you too. And if you are burning and burning and burning and your ashes are spreading all over the place, like this is, I think this is one of the things that ends up breaking the camel's back. A lot of times people come in and they say, well, I just really don't like the way I'm treating my family and I can't help myself. Or I had somebody have a goal. One of my clients had it on the top of their goal list was, I don't want to talk to my clients the way I've been talking to them lately mm. because I'm just like, I'm infecting everybody. Great addition. Thank you. Absolutely. Right. When your ash is flying everywhere and it's like covering everyone and suffocating them and it's not, it's not pretty and it's not pleasant. And that's not to make anybody feel guilty, just to acknowledge the fact that he healing your burnout and going through your renewal and your rebirth process is necessary for you first and foremost. But as much as your ash spreads to everybody around you, your healing spreads to everybody around you too. That rebirth is then enjoy like enjoyed by people that are walking through the forest. Is then people are taking pictures and sharing it on Instagram and do you know it, that is spreadable too. Absolutely. So when we get these resources that we need as a tree or a human, right? Seed germinates. It sprouts a green sprout that grows into the tree or the plant, right? The roots grow deep down and wide. The branches grow up and wide. Leaves all around, if it's that kind of tree. It's a beautiful thing, right? When all the right resources are involved. And that's a part of what we're aiming to do when we help you recover from burnout. So whether you're doing one-on-one -on -one coaching or group coaching, we're aiming to help you identify the level of your current resources that feed your roots as the human tree that you are. And we want to help you understand how far your branches reach out. What are you putting out into the world? And what are you getting back? And are you nourishing yourself while you do that? And I, I want you to hold a picture as you go through a process of healing. I want you to hold this picture of how valuable your healing is to you, to your community, to your family to everything not because you should do it for those people or for that purpose but because the side effect of it is so impactful for so many people i truly believe that we hashtag end burnout culture one person at a time we have one more person that refuses to participate in things the way that they are now they might still keep their jobs. They might still do the same work they were doing before. They might engage in the same kind of practices, but with a different energy and a different mindset and from a different space. 
And that's the way we end up unwinding, knocking down, getting rid of burnout culture as a whole. And I would love to welcome you into that fold. Absolutely. The irony of this metaphor is that we as humans we don't need a whole forest fire right we don't need to get burnt out completely in order to have a renewal we just need to honor the cycles that are naturally occurring in life whether that's the cycle of the day you know getting enough rest to balance the work that we do whether it's honoring for those of us who are menstruating like honor the bleeding time and that it's different than when we're ovulating, different energy, different mood, different requirements, different needs, you know, are honoring that the seasons change, right? You wear different clothes, you wear a different jacket, you don't wear a jacket at all, you eat different food in different seasons as we go around the year. Like, let's just keep honoring that and stop forcing ourselves to be the same every day and push, push, push and do, 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 rather than being like, hey, I'm in an ebb right now. Let's ebb tomorrow I can flow if I'm ready you know what I mean like let's just let that happen and when you've been pushing for so long you're probably oblivious to what those natural cycles are but that's what we help you with you slow down a little bit we're going to prune your tree a little bit help you decide where you're going to let go of some things in your life so you have some time and space to process your emotions to listen to your body to identify your needs to provide for them to learn what boundaries are and how to set them for yourself, to tune into your heart and know what your values are so that you can use that as a guiding light. And what I was starting to say at the beginning of this, the irony of this whole thing is even if we don't need a wildfire, we do need fire. Like the fire, the spark, the sparkle in your eyes comes from sort of this like perfect comfortable hearth fire in your heart that's like just the right amount of warmth and light to keep your spirit buoyant and you in tune to your intuition and knowing where you're going on your path one step at a time so we need that fire we need that spark that sparkle to kind of just be alive and keep going and when that spark is gone like the process of being burnt out leads us to feeling like we don't even have a spark because we're a pile of ashes. There's no fire left. So we want fire. We just don't want it. We're not going to go from ash to raging wildfire again. We just want to be alive with just a nice, perfect little fire in a fireplace inside our heart. That's what we're aiming for. I love it. One other thing I was also thinking about fires, even if they're wildfires with all the deadfall and the dryness and the high winds, you know, they do start fast and they do spread quickly, but there's still stages. You still go from one spark to a bigger flame, bigger, 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 until like multiple trees are on fire or like acres are on fire at the same time. The process of burnout is also like that. And the raging wildfire phase of burnout is when you are super anxious, maybe even having panic attacks. You can't sleep because you're stuck on go mode, right? And that's different than when you are so tired that you can't go anymore. You are not even anxious anymore because you just can't do anything. You may not be in the burnt to ashes place of burnout right now while you're listening to this. You might still be in the raging wildfire 
section of burnout where you're so anxious and can't sleep and can't stop moving and don't know what to do with yourself. So just know that just because you're not completely like a pile of ashes that you, that you aren't burnt out enough to do something about it. (laughs) You can actually do something about it at any point in the rage, in the fire building or getting put out. You don't have to wait for Nellie to come on and sing. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> you don't. You don't have to wait. Listen to dance, and then you do. <laughs> I love it. I love the wildfire met- metaphor. I think it's a really great picture to hold in your mind, and it's really good to understand that once you're out of burnout and you're on the other side, there's going to be fires that come, and there's supposed to be fires that come, and you're supposed to acknowledge them, and you're supposed to pay attention to that, and and. It doesn't have to turn into a wildfire. It doesn't have to. Right. In the future, like when you're growing your tree amongst the forest, your chosen community, and you're taking care of your emotional baggage. So there's not all this extra deadfall and thick underbrush around. And you're making sure that you have what you need. So you don't get that really, you know, the dryness, this chronic stress cocktail. You know what I mean? Like you can grow your forest differently. You can manage all of this. And that's what we aim to teach you, at least in the group coaching program and the one-on-one. They, they just do it in a little different way. Both are super effective. <laughs> so the big question is, are you ready for renewal? Are you ready to have your own rebirth? Because it's time. We're here for you. We want to help you collect all the resources you need to come back as a thriving tree. In a beautiful forest. I love it. So if you're out there and you're listening and you're starting a group program right now with Sarah, I want you to feel in these words that Sarah shares how important this is to her and how much time she and I have both spent on creating processes and metaphors and worksheets and all these things to make this process as smooth as it possibly can be for you. We do this as a job and we do this because we both feel a moral imperative to do so. We really want this to get you what you need. So take it all in. We're here for you. And we'll see you as a tree.